This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. If I was to give my talk a title, it would be Flip the Switch. Amen. Still talking about shattering the patterns. James 121 in the Good News translation says, So get rid of every filthy habit and all wicked conduct. Submit to God and accept the word, and he plants into your hearts, which is able to save you. Amen. I want to be saved. So let's get rid of these filthy habits and these wicked conducts. So I want to walk through um, patterns. Walk through what is a pattern. Pattern is a reoccurring behavior, doing something over and over and getting the same result. Now, identifying our patterns is the first step to breaking them. We can't shatter our patterns without actually identifying them in our lives. Identifying our past, our patterns, excuse me, we need to ask ourselves, do we keep, why do we keep or how do we keep ending up at the same spot with the same negative outcome? Do we find ourselves upset about the same thing? This is a pattern that needs to be shattered. Um, Pastor gave this quote, and anybody that has been in high school or has been on a sports team has heard this quote. Practice makes perfect. Don't they want to get our perfect practice all the time? Every coach does. Practice makes perfect. Pastor Andrea brought this up. And what really stuck out to me was whatever we practice or do repeatedly, we are actually perfecting in our lives. So what does that mean? What I do over and over and over again is actually becoming perfect in my life. So if I do procrastination over and over again, procrastination is getting perfected in my life. If I do laziness over and over again, then laziness is getting perfected in my life. What we do repeatedly, our patterns are making these negative behaviors perfected in our lives. They must be shattered. I'm so glad she used the term shatter. I love it. Her definition is to demolish, dismantle, crush, destroy, break violently into pieces. When something is truly shattered, it cannot be put back together. It has to be replaced. Not put back together, replaced. Has anybody ever shattered your phone? Shattered the screen. I know one person back there has shattered his screen multiple times. When the screen is truly shattered, it cannot be repaired. It must be replaced. How many of you have seen it be replaced? How many of you have heard the commercials? Safe flight repairs, safe flight replace. But here's the thing. Safe flight will come out, and they'll assess whether it's a crack, whether it's a break, or if that boy is shattered, they're just going to take it off and give you a completely new one. That's why it can't just be safe flight repairs. They got to add in. We replace it if it's shattered. So we're talking about something being shattered. Shattered to pieces cannot be put back together. That's what we need to do with our negative patterns. We need to shatter them so they cannot be put together, so we cannot go back to them. You might ask, which I ask myself, how do we shatter the pattern? In order to effectively shatter a pattern, we must create a new one in its place. A pattern is not effectively shattered unless it is replaced. Otherwise, it's not shattered, it's just broken. So what is the break definition just by Webster? To separate or interrupt. That doesn't really seem like permanent. 
if something is broken, it can just go back together. If anybody remembers cable TV and we interrupt this program for an, ex for an important announcement, guess what? After the interruption, your show gets picked up right where you left off. That means if something is broken or if I just eat a salad today, the pattern is not broken yet. It's or it's just broken. It's not shattered yet. It's not enough to just break it. We must shatter it completely so it never gets put back together. So it's not just an interruption. It's completely done for. Shattering requires replacement. Ways that we can shatter the pattern. We've gone through this series up and down and all around, and it's been a good one. And here are just some of the ways that we can shatter a pattern, shatter the patterns that we have. Is a new mindset. We need to literally set our minds. Mindset sounds a little bit churchy. Mindset, mindset. Okay, but we need to actually set our minds, picking it up, setting it somewhere else. Okay, so when we set our minds, how many of you have set a clock? Daylight savings time comes and it goes. So when you set a clock, guess what? There are times where your clock can get off again. What if your power goes out? Anybody experience that? or something in your car, now all of a sudden it's on AM, not PM, and you're all over the place. It throws everything off. You have to keep resetting it. It's not enough to just set it one time. Guess what? If it gets out of tune or if it gets out of whack, you gotta reset. That means when our minds get out of tune or if our minds get out of whack, what do we need to do? Reset. Press the reset button. Anybody that has technology knows there's going to be a time where you're going to have to press that reset button. It's, it's, it's blinking. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. My phone won't do it. Oh, we got to do a hard reset. Not just a regular reset, a hard reset. Because that iPhone, can't, I can't make calls out. I can't, I can't do anything. What's going on with it? First thing to do, hard reset. So we got to set our minds. We have to have a new mindset. Colossians 3.2 in the Amplified Version says, Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on earth, which only have temporal value, which only are temporary. We need to keep focus on things above. Guess what? That's a very easy thing to say. Let me just keep my focus. Let me just keep my mind on things above. That's not enough. What does that actually mean? Philippians 4, 8 in the Passion Translation says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Praising him when it's good, praising him when it's bad, praising him when things are going crazy, continuously that crazy praise, that praise at midnight that pastor was talking about with Paul and Silas, that unexplainable praise. There's no reason why they should have been praising and worshiping God in, if you were just to look at it with your mind, that don't even make sense. It's not even, they haven't even experienced the victory yet. Here they are at midnight in the darkest place when they didn't even deserve to be there, but they still gave that crazy praise and we all know what the result is they were made free 
We need to fasten our thoughts on these things, praising him always. That's what we talk about, having a new mind set, continuously setting our minds on this. No, I'm not going to think about that crazy thing. I'm not going to think about being offended. I'm going to set my mind on what is pure, set my mind on what is authentic and real. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening right now. The word is real. Let me set it there. There's a lot of things that are going on that are not beautiful, that are ugly, that are mean, but I need to focus and set my mind on things that are beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, honorable, and kind. These are the things that I need to set my mind on. We need to have a new mindset. Not a one-time thing, but a reset, a renew. How many of you know? If anybody has had a vehicle, we have to renew that vehicle every year. That's almost the worst part of our birthdays is that we have to renew our license plate. It's not cheap. It's, it's an inconvenience. You got to go to the Secretary of State, but guess what? You still got to renew it consistently. We have to renew. Romans 12, 2 says, Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can figure out what God's will is, what is good and pleasing and mature. Now, it talks about don't be conformed to the patterns. We're talking a lot about patterns. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world. Like an imprint. Here's the thing. Anybody except me, has fallen asleep in class. Okay, nobody else going to admit it? That's fine. It's fine. Thank you, Daniel. Okay, has fallen asleep in class. Now, when you get up at the end of class, you got a spiral notebook mark across your face. Everybody knows you were asleep. <laughs> okay, or how many of you have just fallen asleep in a funky place, in just a different, out-of-the-ordinary place, and there's an imprint on the side of your face? Or is something crazy that's imprinted on the, si- on the side of your face? Why is that? Because you were conformed to a pattern where you didn't really belong in the first place. It's not really meant for you to sleep on a notebook, although I did. It's not really meant for you to sleep on a crazy, weird place with this imprint across my face. But when you do and you stay there too long, that imprint is on you. And you have to come up from it and do the necessary steps to get it off. Same way with us being in the world, not of it. That seems like a very churchy term, but it's just being in the midst of something crazy going on and not participating, not being, not being subject to it. I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm going to do what I know to do. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm not going to be conformed to the patterns of this world, but I'm going to be transformed. Renewing our mind is just washing in the world daily, uh, washing in the word daily. That means these scriptures that I'm giving you and so much more. You can Google so many more scriptures on consistently renewing your mind. Keep it washed. Keep it clean in the word. Now we're talking about patterns and the imprints, but also being transformed. How many of you know A butterfly, everybody loves to talk about a caterpillar to the butterfly and this awesome transformation experience that happens, right? But guess what? A butterfly is not going back to being a caterpillar because it was truly transformed. It was not just changed. It was completely transformed. When we're talking about shattering the patterns, we should be completely transformed, not just changed, not just interrupted, not just broken, and then we'll end up falling right back into it. We should be completely transformed. The next thing I want to talk about is steps. Psalm 37, 23 says, The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way and blesses his path. In the New King James Version, it says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. 
How many of us have quoted this, I've prayed this over my kids, I've, I've said this myself a thousand times. When pastor brought it out, it meant something completely different. Steps refer to navigational know-how. Stepping here, stepping there. It's navigation. Here, there, up, down, all around. Stepping is the navigational know-how. But there's also stair steps. If I was to step up here, I can go up. So stepping up, stepping with stairs that can elevate you, it can take you to a different place where you can see things differently, where you can be different, where things are different in a, in a higher place. How many of you know you go to a higher place to get a better vantage point sometimes? Some, those steps that we have, the steps that are ordered and established by the Lord, those are the steps that can get us from one place to another, to a higher elevation so that we can see things differently, can change our perspective, change our minds. But these other steps... The steps that I actually love the most and that Pastor Andrea talked to me about and it was completely different than what I expected is a step, like a process or a procedure. Step one, do this. Step two, do this. Step three, do this. I love a good, good steps. If you give me directions, I could figure it out. How many of you have put together some furniture? They got all these directions. Step one, step two. We're in there in order. You can put it together. No problem. All you got to do is follow the steps. What happens when they're out of order? You got pieces coming out the wrong place, put in the wrong, wrong section. You got this over here. Where did this piece even come from? And the whole thing's put together if the steps are out of order. Our steps, our steps, our process and procedure needs to be ordered by the Lord so that we get these patterns shattered and that our lives can be completely transformed. The other way to shatter the pattern is effort. We have to do it. It seems so simple. We have to actually do it. There's so many times I can know the right thing to do, and, and it's great. It's great to know things, but it's even better to do things. Guess what? Somebody can tell me something all day long, up, down, and all around what they're going to do, but I really am not moved until you do it. Actions always speak louder than words, and that is actually the truth in this case, effort. We have to do it. Pastor said, apply human effort, and God gives divine support and help. That's so encouraging because guess what? I really look at my effort like this. As much effort as I can give really only comes out to like this much of what I actually need to get me completely transformed, to get this pattern completely shattered. But what's so encouraging is God gives us divine support. Where we end, he picks up and he does the difference. So that means we do what we can do. We put our effort in. We apply the principles, and God gives us divine support. And I'm so grateful for that because God's divine support is better than my effort anyway. But we still have to do it. I have to develop, I have to develop skills and disciplines to execute a new pattern for better and for greater. This is the good confession for us to have. I have to develop skills and disciplines to execute a new pattern for better and for greater. Everybody likes to, everybody wants to say, I want better, I want better, we're going to do better, we're going to do greater, we're going to get this, we're going to do that. Okay, we have to develop the skills and the disciplines to execute the new pattern in order to get better. Amen? James 1, 21 in the Good News translation says, So get rid of every filthy habit and all wicked conduct. Submit to God and accept the word that he plants in our hearts, which is able to save you. This is the same thing that we had in the beginning. Get rid of every filthy habit. We know right now we need to be saved. We need to be different. We need to be transformed. This is the way to do it. 
The next step that I want to talk about is perseverance. Perseverance, pushing past difficulty to get victory. How many of you know, anybody that has worked out in a gym anywhere or has played a sport, you know that there's a point where, okay, my rep is done. Okay, but can I persevere just a little bit farther? Can I push past this pain to get better? So it's not really okay for me to stay where I am. If I'm in the gym, I want to progress forward. I want to be better. I want to get greater. It's not okay for me to stay how I am. So let me just push past this feeling of discomfort, this hurt, so that I can get a better result. This... um. This quote is something I found on, actually it just popped up on social media, I don't even know who said it, but the hardest battle they ever thought was between what they knew and what they felt. What does that mean? It's, we know a lot of stuff to do. We know all the right things to do, but we let our feelings keep us in the same spot to never do it, to never put the effort in. We have to push past and fight past what we feel, to do what we know to do. It's not going to be easy. These patterns were not created overnight. These patterns that we've identified in our lives, we didn't make those overnight. Some of these are things that we've been doing for years and things that our family has been doing for years, even before we were born. These are the patterns, once we've identified it, it's not easy to tear those down. A lot of times, okay, when uh, me and TJ were talking about this, shattering, shatter, ooh, shatter, shatter. We think about glass, right? Ooh, shattering glass. I can shatter a glass. I can shatter a glass pretty easily, okay? Depending on the glass. You can get technical if you want to, but I can shatter glass really, really, uh, really kind of easily. Okay. But is glass the only thing that shatters? No. Have you ever seen a building being demolished? That concrete is actually shattering into dust. No longer can be put back together. But guess what? It doesn't just take me throwing a chair at it. It takes a bulldozer to come in with a wrecking ball to hit it, not once, not twice, but repeatedly until it's shattered and completely decimated and on the ground to be uh, hauled away. Okay? There's things that we think these patterns are just going to be broken overnight. We need to shatter them, but we need to be willing to persevere do what's necessary to tear those things down, however strong they may be. We're going to commit to persevere to see that thing shattered completely. We just entered into a gritty season, Pastor told us. Grit is courage and resolve, strength of character, being courageously persistent, gutsy, unrelenting, and tenacious. That's a gritty season. That means you got to get in here and do it by whatever means necessary, just like Essence was saying. But guess what? It's our choice. Our life is choice-driven. That means we live or die by the choices that we make. Our whole life is made up by the choices that we make, good and bad. So let's anchor our minds. How do we anchor our minds in this season of shattering these patterns? Pastor said, what is my why? Why does this pattern need to be shattered? What is my why? might be my kids. That's my why. At the end of the day, I need to be better, not just for me, but for them. 
What is my why? What is your reason? What is your reason for wanting to shatter these patterns? What's important to you? At the end of the day, when everything's boiled down, what is your reason? What is your why? It's different for everyone, but that's what's going to push you to persevere to see it all the way shattered. And another one, what is my bye? Bye. What are you saying goodbye to? Guess what? When we're shattering our patterns, we got to say goodbye to some things for good. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye cake and ice cream every night. Goodbye. I love it though, but I have to say goodbye if I want to shatter these patterns. What are you saying bye to? What is my bye? What am I willing to do to succeed? What would you do? There's a commercial that said, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Everybody know, everybody remember that commercial? What would you do? What would you do for a Klondike bar? It's ice cream. If you do something crazy for ice cream, that shows a lot about what pattern needs to be shattered, okay? But what would you do to see a pattern shattered in your life? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to pass up on? What discomfort are you willing to push through in order to see these things shattered? And when I'm asking myself, what am I willing to do? I refer to what is my why? What is my why for doing it? It's for my kids. What is your why? Whatever your why is for doing it, apply to that situation. What would you do? And guess what? By, by any means necessary. That means I'll do whatever it takes by any means necessary. That's the gritty season. That's the grit that we need in order to take us from one place to a complete other, being completely transformed. That's what we need. We need that grit by any means necessary. Whatever I have to do to shatter this pattern, that's the attitude, the tenacity that we have to have to really shatter these things down. This was not built overnight. This is not going to be easy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy easy for me either. It's not going to be easy for us to shatter these patterns. But the point is, refer to your why. Anchor your mind. What is an anchor? An anchor is a heavy thing that they throw off of a boat that keeps it still. Guess what? Wind and waves and storms come, but if the anchor is gone, if the anchor is down, then the boat is not moving. Anchor our minds. Anchor our thoughts. When we have to anchor our thoughts, when we have to reel them in, we got to think, ah, what is my why? When that cake comes sliding by, what is my why? Okay, when that pattern is getting repeated, what is my why? Refer to your anchor and choose to re-anchor, to keep putting it down. Guess what? If you pull that anchor up, you're going to go right with the wind and the waves. Up, put it right back down. Nope, 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 nope. I'm not going to move. I'm going to be unmovable by any means necessary to see it shattered. So we know we need a new mindset. We need to take steps. We need effort and perseverance. Okay, we know all these things. Now what? Flip the switch. Flip the switch in your mind to do it. Guess what? Flip the switch means a change, especially a radical one. Change the position, direction, or focus. An exchange to suddenly be or do the opposite. That's flipping the switch. That's going from one thing to a complete opposite other. Everything starts in our mind. I'm going to give this example really quick. So we went to camp, right? And everybody knows that. Ben and when you go to camp, there's these really heavy wooden bunk beds. And they're oftentimes really close together. So this bunk bed was really close. The corner was together. 
So what TJ was doing was he was putting the kids up on the, on the top of the bunk bed, and they were extending their arms and holding themselves up. Now the little body weights, that's pretty good for them to hold themselves up on it. And they said, Daddy, Daddy, you do it, you do it, you do it, Daddy. He was like, okay, I can't, you know, not going to let no kids <laughs> tell me I'm not going to do something. Okay, so he gets up there on the bunk beds, extends his arms, and he holds himself up. We're laughing, kiki, ah, joke, joke, joke. He wanted to get to a certain place. Gabby said, oh, you can get to 50, you can get to 50. He wanted to get to a certain place. It was all Joe's kiki, laugh, 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 and all of a sudden his whole face changed. His whole face changed. His eyes closed. He was a, in a completely different place, and he hit 50. And the funny thing was, we laughed about it when, we, when he got down off the bunk beds. We laughed about it, and Gabby was like, you had to go to a whole different place in your mind to get there, Right? How many times have you had to do that? Go in a completely different place in your mind. Any of us had kids, anybody pushed out kids, you gotta go in a completely different place in your mind to see that thing through. Any of us have pushed past discomfort to, to the degree that I gotta flip the switch completely in my mind to get there. It closes down what you feel, it closes down distractions. When you flip that switch, you're completely in a different place and somehow you find yourself at your goal. We need to flip the switch. We have the tools. We have, pastors been teaching us the tools. We need to flip the switch and get to work. What I love is, is uh, Betsy's quote when she talked about giving. She said, for the love of God, give. <laughs> Thank you, Betsy. For the love of God, flip the switch. For our love and commitment that we have for him, flip the switch. Knowing what to do is not good enough. Flip the switch to just do it. For your family's sake, flip the switch. For your spouse's sake, flip the switch. For the love of your family, for the love of your mom, for the love of your nieces and nephews, for the love of your siblings, for the love of the people around you, for the love of your coworkers, for the love of your best friends, for the love of the people that you've been praying for, flip the switch from just knowing what to do, from what pastor has been teaching us for weeks, to doing it. Flip the switch. All it takes is a choice. When TJ was up there, it was a matter of seconds when you could see his complete mind switch in that moment. That's all it takes. Let's flip the switch today. Let's flip it now. Let's not wait for Pastor to come back and give us a firework. Let's flip the switch. Why do we want to flip the switch and start now? Because we're empowered now. We're motivated now. Flip the switch. Choose to do it by any means necessary. And after you flip the switch and we're on the way, what's so wonderful is Pastor's going to come in and she's going to keep teaching us, right? She's going to keep giving us this wisdom. She's going to keep giving us these firewords. But what's so amazing about it is if we flip the switch today, if we make the choice to flip the switch today, we're already moving forward. So when pastor gives us more, we're already moving, pastor. Okay, we got to make an adjustments. Okay, cool. We got to go over here. Okay, cool. Because I'm already moving. How many of you know when something is already in motion, it's easier to steer? Let's be easier to steer. Let's be easier to, to hear the word. Let's be easier to make adjustments. Let's start moving. How many of you know anybody had a car stall out? It's so hard to steer it. You gotta get a, a strong person to get in there and turn out the steering. But how easy is a car to move when it's already in motion? Come on. How many of you know who has ever participated or seen a relay race? The baton is not passed standing still. Guess what? They're st they start running with them. And then they
stay past it when you're already in motion. Flip the switch. Let's get in motion. Let's start now. Guess what? You're going to get more revelation along the way. Pastor is going to come in and give us more. But we can be steered if we're already moving. Start now. Let's flip the switch. I'm going to do it too. We can all flip the switch together in Jesus' name. you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church, we're a family.